Make a bad bet. You can't handle the truth. Take a bad beat. I, I plead the fifth. Or just something you want to get off your chest. Sir, you're out of order. Out of order. I show you out of order. BetQL Court is now in session on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Oye, oye, BetQL Court is now in session. The Honorable Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here presiding. I assume we're all putting Michael Felder in court, right? Because he didn't cater for us. Is that where we're going to start here? Just because no. of all, all the wonderful... He got me pumped dishes. up, man. He th- Thanksgiving morning before the games, before all the food, like he he got me ready to roll. Like I I was like psyched for Thanksgiving just after watching that video a bunch of times from him. Oh, I know. Like, I watched it, was all it a on few repeat times as well. Loop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. Yep, it was great. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Joe, who are you taking to court? All right, fine, I'll do it. They're making me. I don't even want to do this. I don't. And I was like, I got to do this again. But they're making me because it was just so out of pocket yesterday. I didn't believe what I was watching. I'm like, somebody make this stop. The ego on Scott Hansen is just out of control. (laughs) Like somebody needs to rein this guy. Seven hours. The fire alarm bells are going off on the air. Like, you refuse to leave the studio because you're the great Scott Hansen. Everybody's watching Red Zone because you're Scott Hansen. He's just, it's out of control. He's quoting uh, Chinese proverbs. May you live to see interesting <laughs> times. Like, every five seconds he's saying that uh, yeah, the alarms are going off. Like, turn your damn mic off. We're here to watch the football. We don't need to, you throw it to game. The, the TV can do that from game to game. And people are saying that that's not even a Chinese proverb, which I, I'm not positive. I could not find a source on that one. So maybe maybe they are right that it was not a Chinese proverb. But How, you know, How's your Mandarin, Joe? Like, he was, are we translating this? He now? was really just, get out, dude, just, just go. We get it. The alarms are going off at NFL Network. Now leave the studio. You don't matter. But in his world, he matters so much. And then, you know, I got to stick with broadcasting for a minute because I was really mad last night. Not that he's great, but I was really mad that Chris Collinsworth decided to take the weekend off to spend time with his family. And I think I saw someone say it. I didn't see this because I tried to avoid all the pregame stuff. Someone was saying that Jack Collinsworth was working, but he took time off to be with his family like he always does for the Thanksgiving weekend game. Like, dude, there's not that many games in a year. And the amount of money that he makes, and the reason I'm mad is not because he's so great at his job. The reason I'm mad is because then we got stuck with Jason Garrett for three hours last night. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just terrible. Like, I don't want to mute the games, but they're making me mute the NFL. Like, we can do better than this. This is ridiculous. Take them out of court. I hate them all. God. Oh, man. So I noticed the Scott Hansen thing, but what stood out to me was – he always does these like sweet brags where it was like uh, a fan like, oh, thank you to Alaska yes. Airlines because I have such great <laughs> Wi-Fi to watch Scott Hansen. And Scott Hansen always finds a way to get these tweets on the air. Shut up. Yep. You don't have to do this every single week. We get it. The self-promotion is unneeded at this point. Tom Brady told me that he watches Red Zone. Yeah, it's the NFL. Everybody watches the NFL. Great players watch the NFL. And we're forced to watch you. They took away Cisliano. Sorry. <laughs> we don't want to watch you, <laughs> well, and but it's, they force us. Yeah. 
Yeah, right? Yeah, and it's it does have that feel like, okay, if it's just, okay, I watch Red Zone, that's cool. But somehow Scott Hansen's name Me. has to be there as well. Me. And that's the part I think is the difference. Like, it can't just be the program itself. It, you know, like other great programs. Like, hey, it's about the show. And, and you know, what's funny, too, is that, like, yeah. they do at the NFL have a backup crew out all the way on the East Coast. I think it's in New Jersey uh, where they have, like, some oh. of the New York studios. And so, like, if things fall apart in L.A., they can still have a show. Like, if Scott Hansen, uh, you know, is on fire or something and is burned <laughs> to where he is unable to complete the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just wave our People... arms like, help, help. I'd say People put me asking, out, but we've got a... <laughs> I'd say put me out, but it's the witching hour. You can't put water on me during the witching yeah. hour. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he refused to leave. Refused to leave. Right, He'd rather he the alarm be blaring at everybody's homes across America than walk out of the studio. <laughs> it's just so he had an option. They had the option, and he refused. He somebody refused. Like, nope, we've got to say with Scott. Oh God. I'm, there are people who don't take fire alarms seriously. Like, yeah, I've done that too. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like when when yeah, I worked I at the score at, at night, it would go off and be like, I'm not leaving the studio. I'm not like, like this again. Yeah. yeah. Let me know yeah. if it's real. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. yeah. Is are are we doing a, a test or what are we doing here? Like, come on. Right. Oh, you gotta leave. Why? We're on the air. I can't right. leave. I can't. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's part of it. There's my uh, weekly. We've got some alarms that we need to ring uh, right here, right now, because we've got some breaking news, folks. Uh, the Panthers have fired head coach Frank Reich. Didn't even complete a full season. And for Ian Rappaport, he is one and done. Special teams coordinator uh, Chris Tabor is the interim coach addressing the team now. Jim Caldwell is <laughs> a special advisor working with the offense. Like, you don't even get to complete a full season. I suppose we saw the writing on the wall here, but good night. That quick, huh? Uh, yeah, they're, they're not. They're fixed now. It was all Frank Reich, right? Had nothing to yeah. do with the talent level on that team. Uh, picking the wrong quarterback that you forced, David Tepper. So I guess those rep reports were accurate yesterday that he walked out of the locker room and he was uh, screaming all sorts of obscenities uh, right after he walked out. You have to assume that that's true. Uh, so when did that go down? That goes down this morning, I guess. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Special teams coordinator for a long time in the league, Chris Tabor. He's taking over. Yeah, good luck. I don't know. Frank Wright. <laughs> yeah. Like for a long time, I, I, I think it was overstated about how good of a, an offensive mind he was due to uh, some of the connections he had around the league and with media and all that. Like a lot of media, media members like him. Uh, but like – ball don't lie right like we've seen what frank reich is over the last couple of years so yeah he's not what people thought he was but guess what nobody's stepping in with this situation with with that that quarterback right now with nothing around him and they're not going to start to win games it's just not going to happen so if he thinks it's going to light a fire fine he was going to fire him at the end of the season anyways i don't think it really matters right it's just an embarrassing mm -hmm. day for frank reich yeah, exactly. And what do they do moving forward? It'll be interesting because you've got to try to get some type of support for Bryce Young. I mean, it kind of 
reminds me of the Jags and Trevor Lawrence first season, just put in a bad position to succeed. Maybe you can get someone who can help develop him a little bit better, but they're just in a bad position all the way around. And I guess they're looking around the league and saying, oh, they fired this coordinator. And this guy got fired. Maybe we'll get a boost too. I mean, they have nothing to lose at this point. And even with someone like Trevor Lawrence, like to have a completely different system and different voices and terminology and all that stuff, it took him half a season to not look abysmal. And at least we had some optimism and reasons for hope when it came to Trevor Lawrence. Like we look at Bryce Young and and you go, okay, it isn't just bad coaching here. It may also just be a quarterback who can't play. Like that is mm -hmm. a serious possibility. And so not only are the Panthers behind just in terms of talent, now they're behind in terms of coaching and whomever they bring in, even if they're really good at all of this stuff organizationally, it's still going to take some time to put all of this together. And so we can already look at 2024 and say, no matter who the head coach is going to be, even if it's someone we respect, it's going to take a while for them to sort of right the ship here, even in a bad division, even with all of the problems that everyone else is facing. Like, I think what's interesting about Frank Reich and Joe, I think he hit the nail on the head here is he does have a legacy, no doubt about it. He has done some very good things in his career, but what mm -hmm. you've done the last couple of seasons that sometimes matters a great deal more about predicting the future than what your legacy is. Like it's almost the Bill Belichick syndrome, right? Where, okay, he is, he created perhaps the greatest dynasty in NFL history, but what can he do with an average quarterback or a below average quarterback? And that's probably what he will be inheriting if he goes somewhere else. So to me, that's what happened with Frank Reich. Like he inherited a not so good situation and he did literally nothing with it except infight. And you're going to have to probably find somebody a little bit younger and a little bit greener to be able to handle what this organization is facing. I'm not saying it, it probably was not his call based on the reports that we've heard, but what we probably are going to remember and Frank Reich's watch this could go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history, like at least recent memory, right? You got the quarterback wrong. You traded away a legit number one receiver and you were awful the following year. Maybe you end up with the worst record in the NFL and somebody else gets that pick. Like, look at what happened. Look at, look at how they impacted the Texans. We'll see how they impact the bears moving forward. Just these, these moves here at the top of the draft, the domino effect that you see across the league, a guy lost his job today because they took the wrong quarterback. And it sounded like Frank Reich wanted Stroud, right? That was all the reports that he wanted Stroud. And then the owner stepped in and right. he wanted Bryce right, Young. Right. Like, no, he he's our point guard. He's going to be the point guard. That's exactly what we need right now. Well, point guard of what? You don't have anybody <laughs> to dish the ball to. That's the problem. So is it the ownership or is it Tepper? I mean, it seems like you can't just put all the blame on Frank Reich. Like, where does the blame go or where is it deserved? And everybody. I mean, yeah. can, can it be an Starts equal with opportunity him. bashing? Yeah. Starts with him. Like, he just he just hired the man. Like, so mm -hmm. he's going to he's willing to spend money. There, there's no salary cap on coaching. So he's got to bring in a quality coach, but like it's more than coaching. They need, they did a halfway. They need to tear it all the way down now. You know? Yes. Like you need assets. So you got to tear that defense up. What can you get for Brian Burns? 
what can you get for some of those other pieces, even younger pieces? It's, I, they might be learning over the next couple of years to get the quarterback wrong. And that that sets everything back five to ten years. No kidding. And you've already lost one year with your rookie quarterback, and that is humongous mm-hmm. in today's salary cap. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Jason Locke and Fora with his usual Monday appearance to let us know who the contenders and pretenders are in the NFL. That's right here on the BetQL Network.